Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Juan David Campolargo. He's the author of Generation Optimism, and he's a two-time TEDx speaker. Juan David, thanks for being on our show today. Thank you so much, Christopher. I'm really excited to be here. Let's do it. <laughs> so I want to tell all of our listeners that after listening to this podcast, I hope you're inspired because Juan David is only, do you mind if I share with the audience how old you are and where you are in life, Juan David? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so Juan David is only 17 years old and he's in high school and he immigrated to this great state of the great United States. But what I'm saying is I meet a lot of people, Juan David, and they'll make excuses. Oh, I can't write a book. I can't do this, I can't give a speech, and here you are as a young man doing what most people don't do. So tell us how, why, or where did you find the courage to do what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, I do not like to, to say this. You know, if I do this, you know, you can do it too. I do not like to say that, but my example is truly an easy example. Like if I do it, like you can do it too. So I, I came to the, the United States in Chicago three years ago. I did know, I didn't know any of English, nothing. If you would say hello to me, I would not have understood any single word of what you would have said. So I got here in, so, yeah, so I, I got here as a freshman in high school. So the first day of high school, I told myself, I'm going to learn English in one day. What do you think it happened? <laughs> You tell me. Well, so yeah, I told myself I'm going to learn English in one day. Of course, it didn't happen. But I tried again and told myself a week. Not even close. Again, I tried a month. Nothing. And by the end of the six months, I was able to understand and communicate with my teachers and classmates. So that right there is the power of setting super crazy high goals that you might be able to fail and you know i did three times but i didn't care and just by doing that i think one of the best way to just to test the waters and, and maybe you will succeed but if you don't just keep trying now that's great you remind me of a guy named david goggins do you know who this guy is of course of course yeah so david goggins for the listeners who they may or may not know this dude's like a former navy seal he's been through hell camp twice and this guy's like always like stay hard now, I don't necessarily agree with all the things he says, but I, well, the one thing I do agree with him is like having a high standard of excellence, where in your case, Juan David, it seems like you really have, have had this high standard of excellence. Now, again, how do you feel that you came to how you are now? Like, did your mom and dad encourage you, or you feel that's more of an innate quality of having this deep drive in yourself? Definitely. So I think there's always some part of how you are raised and what values your parents are still in you. But I think the, the most important thing is that the moment you, you decide for yourself what your life is going to be about. So for me, personally, I decided that my life was going to have a purpose. And that purpose was to help people. You know, help people. That sounds a little bit vague. But to me, helping people means creating companies, writing books, seeing into products, giving tech talks, and doing things that society can't yet do. And that right there leads everything that I do, whether 
I start a YouTube channel or a, a blog or a book and a new company. And once you are able to define your purpose, your goals, your mission in life, everything's going to make sense and the opportunities are going to become visible. Exceptional. So let's talk about your book. You wrote a book called Generation Optimism. What is that about? Generation Optimism is a book that tries to inspire this generation in future generations to embrace a worldview of optimism. So why optimism and why my generation? So Generation Z, my generation, which is people born between 1995 to the present, is one of the most pessimistic generations in really? the history of humankind. And yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying this, I'll be happy to send you some <laughs> research and, and surveys. And that is something crazy, right? We're living in the best time ever in the history of the world. Sure, we have the virus and we have all of this, but I'll tell you what, I'd rather have this virus now than 100 years ago, or 200 oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 for sure. And we're going to overcome this, and we're going to do something about it. So that's why I decided to, to write this book as a way to inspire um, future generations and this generation and, and the population as a whole to embrace this worldview of optimism. Nice. Now, why did you choose the word optimism? Because you, based on your research, you, you, you've mentioned that your generation is very pessimistic, so you just chose the opposite of that? Right. So first, I realized that I'm a pretty optimistic person, despite a lot of difficulties that I've had in my life. So I didn't understand why I was so pessimistic. So I, as I went to, through the process and understand why that was, I realized that I, I was a very optimistic person. And because I was a very optimistic person, all like everything that I was doing was related to that. And why optimism? That's such a great question. Why optimism? So I see optimism as a way to change the world rather than just being positive. And of course, you have to be positive, but it's all about finding the balance. So optimism is a way to change the world. And one of my TED Talks a few months ago, I talk about that the world is always going to have problems and challenges. That's for sure. And now we're having one. But I'm telling you what, the optimists are the only ones who are going to try and do something about it. If you're pessimistic, we're complacent. If you're complacent, you're lazy. And when you're lazy, you do nothing. And the optimists who might be wrong and might, be, and might fail are the only ones who are going to try to do something about it and find a solution. Now, I couldn't agree more because at the end of the day, like when people often say, I want to make a difference, I want to make a difference. And you look across history, when you look at a Dr. King or a, John F. Kennedy or Abraham Lincoln, none of them are going to be considered pessimist or overcritical or negative because those that aspire for greater things will be the leaders that create the greater future for all of us. So I want our listeners to know that Juan David, thanks so much for really setting an example for all of us because irrespective of what generation you are, I meet a lot of people that are literally you know, 16 like you and they feel like they're 85. And then I meet 85 year olds that feel like they're 16, but most importantly, it's about can all of us contribute to a better society? Can all of us contribute to a more loving, more important society that works together? Because as you said, like given what we're going through now, it's very easy to point fingers and blame people, but it's better to just say, hey, look, most of us will be still alive. Most of us will get through this. And that's the blunt reality where it's unfortunate that people focus only on negativity. And that also deals with the media as well. Now talk about the company that you also have called Optimum Smart. 
Definitely, and optimum is also related to, <laughs> to optimism. Optimum comes from the Greek word meaning best. You know, optimism also comes from the word. So Optimus More was a company that I started when, when I was in, in freshman high school. So I got here in 2016, so I started that company in September, October. And why I decided to start that company was because I realized that small companies and, and, and businesses were not taking advantage of social media and marketing. So that's, that's I, so I decided to start that company in order to help people get more clients, get more sales and increase their online presence. Because if your business is done online, you do not exist. So that's why I decided to help small businesses and companies around my area. That's awesome. One of the challenges of entrepreneurs is often they get rejection a lot. And so given that you are such a young man, are there certain times where people look at you like, yeah, you're going to teach me. And if so, like, how do you go about, uh, dealing with that all the time that's that's a reality and, and that's something that happens almost every single day <laughs> and people associate age with you know, expertise and, and whatever and what you do when you're young and, and, you're, and you have ambition and, you, and you're trying to do something to help people with their businesses even though they might not trust you what you do is that you learn more you're trying to become better and you become the best and Really, what you're doing is kind of competing with other people. And if you want to compete with other people, you really, you better know everything about the business or the, or the thing that you're trying to, to do. Yeah. Now, I want to point out to our listeners that it really comes down to credibility and what research you've done. So let's say I had a 20-year-old client in Sweden, and she ended up giving a speech on millennials and how to market to them because she's done that well, and she actually helped me with that. But the same thing with you, Juan David, if I'm going to cater to the generation Z, why, well, I could hire some like 49, 59 year old guy or gal to teach me, but it's always best to go to the, the root and really go to the population that you're actually supposed to be catering to. So Juan Davi, thanks so much for being on our podcast today. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your services? Definitely. So you can go to my website, use my name, Juan David Campelargo, JuanDavidCampelargo.com, or just type my name on Google, I'll, I'm Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, I'm everywhere. Awesome, Juan David. Thanks so much for being on our podcast. Have a great day. Thank you so much.